Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy, bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today, I want to talk about a subject that seems to be very in the news today in our minds, arguments between coworkers and family members. How do we resolve arguments between coworkers and family members? Well, I think the first thing we need to understand is we've got to go into that discussion looking to actually resolve the conflict versus just win the argument. Because have you noticed that's what most people do? They kind of get into it and they, one person says somebody something, the other person says another, they just kind of argue back and forth. I call this banging brainstems. <laughs> See, in my life from the top of the mind philosophy, I talk about the fact that everything we think and feel and do and say, how we react to others, how others react to us, all has to do with how the brain processes information. So we got basically three parts to the brain. Lower part of the brain is called the brain stem. This is the fight or flight part of the brain. Upper 80% of the brain is called the neocortex. I call this the top of the mind. This is where we have access to our interpersonal skills, problem solving skills, clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, etc. The middle part of the brain is called the limbic system. Very interesting. That is the actual scanner, processor, router part of the brain. In other words, it scans incoming data processes it or interprets it, and then either routes it down to the brainstem or up to the top of the mind, the neocortex. But here's the thing. The brainstem or the limbic system, this middle brain thinks kind of we're in danger pretty much all the time. Its mission is to keep us alive as a species. So it has a tendency to pay more attention to negative information than it does positive information. And it's not very smart and it's working with old software. So it has a tendency to see almost anything negative as dangerous and throws us into the part of the brain that's designed to deal with danger. Here is where we get angry or stressed or frustrated or defensive or resentful. And this is where I call banging brainstems when we're in an argument with someone and they're just arguing for their side and we're just arguing for ours. So if truly resolving the conflict is your goal, then you got to ask yourself why, okay? Why, why do I want to spend time doing this? Because this is not an easy thing to do, have you noticed? <laughs> if you're going to resolve a conflict between a coworker or a family member, that's going to take some time and some energy. So you've got to determine that this relationship is important enough to you to spend that time and energy. If it's not, eh, <clears throat> just don't worry about it, you know? They say we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So if this is just not some person you care about very much or don't want to spend time resolving the conflict, then let it go. It'll be there and it'll be a problem, but it may not be worth looking into. If this is a relationship that's important to you, however, maybe your coworker and you have to work together in order to be successful. Maybe you and this family member are going to find yourself engaging each other in family events over and over and over and over. So if this is a relationship that's important to you, We've got to go into the conversation looking to actually resolve the conflict versus win the argument. I've created a model that I call the neuroscience of conflict resolution. And it spells leap, all right? Like my models to spell things. I spell leap because I think it's going to take a leap of faith for us to practice this. It's not something that most of us grew up with. The listen, I mean, the leap, the L and listen, the L and the leap model stands for listen and learn, not just listen but listen and learn. I know that every model that you ever heard about communication, listening is important. And yet, have you noticed how very few people listen when there's an argument going on? We're really not listening to the other person's perspective. We're just either waiting for them to finish so that we can say what we want to say, 
or we may be listening for their weakness in the argument so we can cut them off at the knees. I'm going to encourage you to listen and learn, number one, what's important to them. Because you see, to this person, they believe whatever they think and feel is right. You've heard the phrase that perception is reality. Well, they perceive this situation in a certain way that they believe is reality. They believe it is right. So when we tell them they're wrong, they generally don't say, thank you for sharing. What a wonderful idea. They start arguing again for their perspective. This has them arguing for the perspective that we actually want them to change and deepens the potential that the argument versus the resolving of the conflict will be what's going on. So we've got to find out what's important to them. We don't have to agree with it, but we have to know what it is because we need to know where they're coming from and we need to find some place in there that we have a foothold. When I'm listening to someone who has a different perspective in me, I'm always listening for, okay, is there anything in there I can agree with? Because if they say this and this and this and this, and then they say this and I can agree with that, I can start with this. I can say, okay. So it sounds like we both agree here, and here's the second part of the LEAP model. It's about empathize. The E is for empathize. I know people say, okay, sounds like cycle babble, but here's why empathy is so important. Until they know that we get why they think and feel, what they think and feel, they are primed to convince us of their right to think and feel what they think and feel. See, we don't want them in that convincing offensive defensive perspective we want them an open receptive perspective so we need to let them know okay i can understand how you'd see it this way i can understand how that would be important to you notice i didn't say i agree or that for some reason we have met this understanding what i'm wanting to do is free them from the need to convince me that they have a right to think and feel what they think and feel so that they are now more open to where we go next so the L is for listen and learn, the E is for empathize, the A in the LEAP model is for ask. In order to get people to resolve a conflict, we've got to shift from a focus on a who's right to debate to some sort of future perspective that is good for them and good for us. I call this blending what's important to them with what's important to us. That's why listening at the very beginning is going to be really important. So we find out what's important to them. Then what we can do is say, okay, I can see how this is going to be important to you. And I know this is important to me. I mean, if you're talking about a family relationship, chances are both of you want to be able to engage each other in the future in a way where you're not kind of banging brainstems and in conflict. So you could say something like, you know, I know in the future, we don't want to just keep kind of arguing with each other every time we find ourselves connected in a family event. Why don't we recognize that our family is more important than our disagreement? Because what's going on when we're arguing is people are watching. Could be our kids, our grandkids, our nieces, our nephews are watching. We're kind of teaching them what a family looks like. So what if we did this? What if we kind of just respected each other's opinion and recognized that we have a different perspective on this, but our family perspective, our family connection is more important than our disagreement. Could we be together in the future in a way that we would want our kids, our grandkids, our nieces, our nephews to emulate? Do you think that's a good idea? And see where they go with that. Chances are they're not going to say, no, I think we should be really argumentative in the future. They're not going to do that. And so now we've given them a reason to shift from this defensive, offensive perspective to one where, yeah, we are agreeing to disagree. The reason agreeing to disagree is important is because we're not going to change our perspective mostly on the situation and they're not going to change theirs. So rather than continuing to butt heads or bang brainstems, as I talk about, we're going to put something else in front of that. The 
relationship of the family, what we're teaching to our kids and our grandkids and our nieces and our nephews. Then we go into problem solving. So the P in, in LEAP is problem solving. Listen, empathize, ask a future-oriented question that has something that's good for both of us, and then the problem solving. With the coworker, kind of the same thing. Chances are, in the future, it's going to be important for you and this coworker to work together in order for both of you to be successful. And chances are, your individual success is probably more important than your disagreement about this particular issue. So the first thing we have to determine is this coworker is important enough for me to spend some time and energy with. We've got to be willing to listen and learn what's important to them. Let them know we get it. Empathize. I can see how you'd see it that way. Then what you want to do is use and versus but to transition to what I call the neocortex top of the mind question, which is almost always a question about the solution in the future, not about the problem in the past. So, okay, I can see how this would be important to you. I can see how you'd see it this way. And would it be fair to say that in order for you and I to be successful in the future, we've got to be able to work together. And if we find ourselves just arguing about who's right about a particular situation, that's going to get in the way of both of our ability to be successful. So how about we do this? How about we put our individual and collective success in front of our particular disagreement on this particular issue? If they are agreeable to that, then you can begin to move into a way of engaging this person in the future in, in a way that is different from how you have been in the past. Now, what's important to all of this is we come into the conflict resolution discussion, not the argument, centered and focused on what is our highest purpose. Our highest purpose is to resolve the conflict, not to win an argument. So we are centered and focused. We are clear about our goal. Our goal is not necessarily to get them to change their perspective. But, but to kind of put forth a perspective around the future that has them willing to cooperate with us, connect with us in a way that is good for both of us. This is what I get to teach. This is what my life from the top of the mind philosophy is all about. It's all about understanding how the brain works. I give you a model that actually spells brain that shows you how to shift from the resistant kind of uh, combative brain to this clear, confident, creative brain so that we go into a discussion in the top of the mind. So we're not already triggered how to stay there, how to rewire the brain in a relatively short amount of time, create new neural pathways that allow us to stay in this upper 80% of the brain. And then part three of the system is how to get others to shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain so they truly hear and understand what we're wanting them to know and we actually resolve the conflict. The book is on Audible, by the way, for those of you who like to listen. For those of you who would like me to come to your organization, your family, your school, teach people. The sleep model showed them how to actually engage people in a way where we create solution-focused conversations versus who's right debates. This is what I love to do. All you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Click the uh, contact button. Let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, feel free to, you know, hit the like button. If you're liking these videos, share it with your friends if you feel it's valuable. Feel free to subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Facebook. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Twitter. I try to post these in all the social media. So until next time, here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the future.